Hey, it's Jason with the Marketing Podcast Network. As a business-to-business marketer, your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. Isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn ads empower marketers with solutions for you and your customers. LinkedIn ads allow you to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach your customers in a respectful environment. On LinkedIn, you'll have direct access to and build relationships with decision makers. Of the 875 million users on the network, 180 million are senior-level executives, 10 million are C-level executives. You will also be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B, and they work. Audiences exposed to brand messages on LinkedIn are six times more likely to convert. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash MPN and claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply. Freelancing and online marketing often looks ideal from the outside, but what's inside? Many time-consuming challenges. SEMrush offers over 50 tools and reports to assist you in every step of your routine, from competitive and keyword research to link building and technical SEO. SEMrush is your digital team member. Let's hit it off. Grab your free trial today and see measurable results. Go to bit.ly slash SEMrushMPN. That's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash S-E-M-RushMPN. What's up, people? I'm Coach Chris. Now, in today's episode, we're going to get into SEO for podcasters. SEO and blog marketing, like a blog marketing, I know that's probably not a thing, but for podcasters, I would say that's like one of the tactics you can use to market your show. But what you got to understand is SEO is a long-term strategy. The audiograms, the social posts, and just engaging on social media in general, those are the short-term marketing strategies. So what I mean is if you post a lot of social content, it's going to get you a boost in your downloads, right? You'll see a spike. If you go look at your downloads, it's like this. The day when you post the content, it'll boost like this. And the next day it goes back down. Unless you're posting a ton of content every day on multiple platforms, it's just impossible to sustain. You need a team, right? Like if you're going to do that kind of content strategy, but I'm not saying you shouldn't do it at all. I'm saying you should have a balance. You do some short form social content, but then you have the long form content because the long form stuff is going to benefit you longer than you could imagine. And when I had my show, the personal branding playbook, I use personal branding and like the title 50 of my episodes, I had blog posts, I had a website and everything. It was working. And so much so when you went to Apple podcasts, you would search personal branding, my show will pop up. This led to me getting a ton of clients, selling a ton of products, getting speaking opportunities. It was just massive success from that show because I used the keywords so well. So today I want to get into some of the long-term marketing tactics. And I want to let you know I'm doing this right now with this show, Pod Central. So you'll be able to see this like from a bird's eye view, right? I'm putting this episode out late November, early December. So next year in 2023, and that four to five month range, I'm going to come back to this to kind of show you the results. And really on YouTube, I want to show you the actual visual of the website. I just set the website up for this new show and everything. So it's nothing on there now, obviously. But for me doing this consistently every week, month after month, you'll see the results in a couple months. So let's get started. 
All right, so the first thing you have to have, this is mandatory. If you wanna do long-term marketing for your podcast, you have to have a website. And I get in a lot of debates about this one. And last episode, I talked about having a website. Really, I think you should go with some platform that's gonna make it easy for you as a podcaster. Now, that's not to say that all the podcast companies out there that have put out their tools and stuff that are specifically podcast websites aren't good, they just don't help you as much with long-term SEO. Meaning most of the podcast platforms, they try to be everything and do all of it, right? Which you can say is good or bad, it's debatable. But what most of them do is you have a website, but then they also want you to sell products on there and then do this and then do that. And the truth is, it's not gonna help you with SEO. You need a platform that is for bloggers because if it's for bloggers and e-commerce then that platform is going to focus on the seo the keyword results and all of that stuff you have all the seo tools you need then you add your podcast into it so there are a few platforms i recommend again on the last episode i talked about that and just to give you a list of them uh squarespace wix even ghost those are good for podcast hosts i don't recommend wordpress because it is very complicated now the technical people will tell you that it's not as somebody that knows how to set up a wordpress website pay for hosting set up a theme organizing all of that stuff index it on google it is difficult whereas on squarespace or wix even goes once you set it up connect the google analytics your site is indexed and you can get to going like it's pretty easy and fast so that's step one is you gotta have a website. That's mandatory. If you don't have a website, none of this stuff works and you're not marketing your show long. Now, the next thing you need to do is some keyword research. You need to go and find keywords in your market that are obviously they're good keywords that fit your industry. Low competition. In the beginning, you don't wanna have to fight for keywords. For example, if I started off chasing keywords like how to launch a podcast, it will be very, very, very difficult to rank on Google for that keyword. Even after months and months of putting out content, I probably wouldn't rank, I wouldn't get anywhere. Same with how to make money podcasting or how, uh, how to grow your podcast. Those are like the top level keywords, right? You wanna find the keywords that are not that difficult because you wanna start dominating keywords that are kinda at the bottom in your industry and then work your way up. It becomes easier to get the bigger keywords when you have a ton of the ones on the bottom. So go to a tool like Uber Suggest. it's like 30 bucks a month, or I think it's like 200 a year or something like that. Don't quote me on the pricing. And you can use that tool to find the top keywords in your industry. Do the research, find out who your top competitors are, right? And I say this because if you're a business podcaster, you need to know this stuff. You need to know who's in your industry, what keywords are they dominating? Because if you're gonna put out an episode or two every single week, you should have keywords in the titles. It should be in your description, all of this stuff, because that's how you get traffic from Google. All of our podcast episodes we put out are on all of these platforms. So when you post your episode on, so when you post your episode on a platform and then the hosting sends it out, that means that you're now putting more content out there for Google. Now you embed that episode into a blog post on your website. That's a way for you to get people to your website 
and then you can even promote a lot easier. So now when you want to talk about your episode on social media, instead of posting the link to the hosting site or whatever, you post a blog on your website. That's more traffic. Then if they go to your website and start listening, that's more time on your website, which is going to help you with Google. It's kind of like a machine. Everything works together, right? It, everything works together. So that is really important to have the right keywords. And then this is actually going to help you with content too. You start to see what people are searching for, what's important to them. For me, one thing I learned is most people are searching how to market their podcast in very specific ways. Some people want to know how to market their show on a budget. Some people want to know how to market their show with a massive budget. Some people want to know how to market their show without social media, right? So I got a ton of keywords. I literally have at least one episode a week planned out for the next year and a half. I kid you not. It's over 60 weeks, over actually 70 now. So like I have a list of keywords. I even have the headlines ready to go. What I'm going to title my episodes. So now I'm just sitting back and recording this evergreen content. This is going to help me market my show every week. And then also it's going to help me market my business because pod central, the podcast and pod central, the software company are the same. So again, this keyword strategy is massive. It's just one of the best things you can do to market your show long-term. And it's going to save you a lot of time and headache down the line. So like in six months, when people are looking at podcast marketing stuff, I'm going to keep popping up because I put out great content months ago that people liked. Fairly simple. So do your keyword research, set up a spreadsheet, start laying things out. Now, the next thing, and this one is kind of controversial too. You want to post blogs for your episodes. Remember, I just said you want to promote your episode using your blog post on your website. Now, there are a couple of things you have to have. You want to have the SEO stuff ready to go, the right keywords, the right titles. You want to have the meta tags set up for any images, all of that stuff. And also you want to embed your episode from your player on your hosting site, whether it's Lipson, Buzzsprout, whatever it is, and then put that over on the blog post. Because now when people go to the blog, that's where they can listen. And usually they have a button where people can click and then go subscribe and follow the show there. So those things are key. But one question I get a lot is how many words should be in his blog post? And I'm going to tell you the truth is you don't need to have a 5,000 word blog post. You don't, you just don't. I've done research on this and it's funny that so many people truly believe you need to have, you know, a ton of words. It's 5,000 words. Like that's not necessary. Really? All you need to rank on that first page of Google is about 1500 words. What matters more is how much people engage with your content and how, how tied up it is with the SEO stuff. But if you have something that's too short, like 300 words, that's not going to get you the outcome, obviously. But a thousand to 1500 words is enough for you to start climbing the rankings. And I think it's good to have that amount of content because you should be explaining an episode and put things out there in detail, you know, and a thousand words isn't that difficult to write. And if you don't want to write that, there are two options for you. Number one, you can use the tool like Descript, record audio of the blog posts, and then put it in there. Or you could take your transcription from the actual episode, put it in a blog post. Pretty simple. Or you could even use AI. There are a ton of tools out there. My favorite right now is Copy Lime. I go on there and I put in what I want to write about, spits out a paragraph. You can even get full blog posts from there, if I'm not mistaken. Like literally like 2,000 words from just 20 credits or something like that. It's incredible. I'm not a fan of the blog post because I like the paragraphs because I want to write a little bit of what I want to say and I'll have AI expand on that. And then I write a little bit. So I kind of do back and forth right there. And writing for me isn't that difficult. I like writing. So 
once you put that content out, it's about 1500 words, 1200, a thousand, something like that. The episode is in there, all the titles and stuff, the keywords are ready to go. And you've got the description up and everything. Now you just start sharing it. You get more and more traffic to that website. I'm telling you the best thing you can do for your show right now is start this process. And I'll say it's not super, super difficult to do. And it's not super expensive. You can get Squarespace for like 30 bucks a month if you have the good website or whatever. And, or if you want to pay like, I think it's 300 a year or like 250 a year. I don't know, something like that. No, it's not over 300 a year, I know that. And, and now you set up your whole website for your podcast and now you have traffic going to that. You're growing the show. Now what you're doing is you become top of mind for all your ideal customers. For me, I know that when people, when podcasters specifically see a new product, they don't just jump on it and say, yeah, I want to use that. So I don't expect to, the reason why I didn't tie in the software and the podcast on the same website, because I know that not all of my listeners are ready to see the software immediately. It's just not like that. And that's okay. So I want to send them good content, engage with them, educate them, and then we'll build that rapport. And then over time, they'll keep hearing me mentioning how great it is and see more content and I'm top of mind. So now they want to sign up and work with me. Simple. So I'm not in a rush to get the sale. See, that's the thing with this strategy is it's not the rushing to get the sale part. This is that long-term stuff you do so that over time you start to get those customers that are just lingering around or haven't found the tool, right? Like I know I also accept, and this is kind of a personal thing. I've accepted that what I've made with pod central people have before they've tried to, but they haven't been successful because I use the tools. I have made something that's very, very, very different in our industry. Part of that means that I'm not going to rush into sales. In the beginning, I'm okay with that. I know for the first six months, the first year, it's going to take time and build up for me to get to where I want to go. I am okay with that. Also accept that growing the show is going to take some time. And I'm okay with that. I am totally okay with that. Because I know in the long run, like you got to think about your show in the long run in like a year or two years. Like what's the top of the line? I know for me, my personal goal with this show is to have 10,000 listeners a week. So about 40,000 people a month, right? Well, that's new listeners. So let's just say 10,000 followers of the show. That's what I'll say. And then have 20% of those people be users, 10,000 listeners, and then 2000 users. Simple. With the company I have set up and a pricing structure and all of that, that gives me a million dollar company. That, simple. That right there is my strategy and I'm using this podcast to do it. So I'm showing you my entire process. So again, in 2023, when it's all working and it's coming together, you're not confused. You see like, man, he told us he was going to do this. I'm showing you, I'm like showing you the process and give you the insight. Cause I've done all of this before. The only thing new is I'm selling a different product before I did this selling courses and coaching and stuff. And those were one-off things, but I had to do all of that to get to here. Now that I'm here, the software is the main thing that it's the tool I've made to serve podcasters at the highest level. It's the best thing I've ever made. So that's why I'm putting so much effort into this, the short-term marketing and the long-term marketing. So again, this is a strategy that's going to help you grow a show. I've done this multiple times now and I'm going to do it again. So I'm just telling you, this is what you can do. If you want to grow your listeners, you want to grow your company, there's no better way to combine the two. 
than this process right here. But if you do want to check out Pod Central, if you want to be our initial 100 users, well, we passed 100 now, but if you want to be one of our initial users before we get to that 2000, check it out. It's linked down below. It's the best podcast management tool in the world. We manage your content, your episodes, your team, all the tasks for production, for promotions, everything. All of it is managed with Pod Central. Check it out. It's linked down below. I'm Coach Chris, and I'll see you next time. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Sarah Panous hosts a great podcast called Marketing with Empathy. Sarah, tell us what these fine folks will get when they listen. Marketing with Empathy is a weekly podcast, and it's designed for brand content marketers who want to connect with their audiences through storytelling and are looking for help to do it better. Plus, like enjoy that recognition, growth, and just joy that comes from creating great work. Awesome. Where can people subscribe? Yeah, head on over to marketingpodcast.net and you will see the Marketing with Empathy show there. Otherwise, wherever you listen to podcasts, you'll find Marketing with Empathy. You heard her. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.